The following program has been rated NSFW, so don't listen to it near a Christian, because they might explode. Welcome to the Nikki X Happy Hour with your hosts, Lee Vowell, Todd Bandleader, the other guy, and Ted Hicks. <laughs> oh, not again. Damn it, Ted. Is Ted even real? He's never here. And welcome to the Nikki X Happy Hour. This week is December 7th, 1941, and we are coming to you live from beautiful Hawaii this morning. Just a glorious morning, nothing happening. I'm Lee, <laughs> and with me, Todd's having fun because he's still up from last <laughs> night, if you know what I'm saying. I'm yeah. Lee, and with me are Todd and Rob, stars of the Monday night drag show, Soft Rocks. Before I get into that, isn't Rush just the Canadian version of Leonard Skinner? How are you guys today? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> One of those bands has talent and it's not Leonard fucking Skinner. Rush is a great citizen who has passed on and we mourn him. Except no, in Palm Beach County, his home. <laughs> Fuck you, Rush. That's right. I, I love it. <clears throat> he was a, the silent accordion player in the band Rush, which... Hmm. They rightfully uh, edit him out most of the time. So uh, this the most recent uh, most recent incarnation of Nikki X Happy Hour obviously started with uh, a bunch of hate of Italy, rightfully so. And I'll say this: Mount Edna has erupted a bunch lately. Isn't this just the Italians' way of adding more land to their to their dick of a country? Wouldn't you agree with that? <laughs> It is. It's fascism. They're still fascist. Is Mount Edna where they have Lake Edna? Because I I think that KFC might be in trouble. Could be. It's it's always him. I lost both of them on that, but that's okay. Speaking of redheaded witches, did you guys watch uh, WandaVision? Of course, I watched WandaVision. There's another episode, like the. There's one more. One coming. I got you. Because actually, to be honest, when I watched this latest uh, episode, I was thinking. And the family that I watch it with, which of course are Mansonites, not Marilyn, but Charles. They they were like, "Hey, is this the last episode of the season?" I was like, "It seems like it should be, but it guess it's not." It was originally supposed to be eight, but uh, they decided to add an extra one because they went, "Well, we can't cram all of it in the way we wanted to." <clears throat> the uh, the other series that are forthcoming, you know, the Falcon and Winter Soldier and Loki, are supposed to be hour long episodes. But because they started this series, you know, doing the Dick Van Dyke thing, doing the Bewitched thing, and those are half hour episodes, they had more story. So this one ran a couple ex- episodes longer. Gotcha. Yeah. When's the Falcon and the Winter Soldier? So I know that Loki comes out. What's that? That is June, supposed right? to be because uh, uh, WandaVision is supposed to finish up this week. Next week is a making of, and then Falcon and Winter Soldier is supposed to start. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. March is a March is a very big uh, week for the genre stuff. So, by the way, a lot of people may not realize, uh, WandaVision had no post credit scenes except for episode seven and eight do have post credit scenes. So, some people may not realize. Oh, I should actually watch through the endless mm-hmm. credits now, because and they're both pretty important, especially the post credit scene. In the I, I will episode. say that the break, credits yeah. on this show are. Ex- they're all not quite Lord of the Rings length, but they're as long as the episode themselves. Just Close. about. Close. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, we were watching it and, and uh, I fast forward because 
because as as Todd just pointed out, the last couple of episodes actually had uh, closing credits, and the other ones didn't. And I fast forwarded to the, where the 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 scene is. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> starts again, and Donna, my girlfriend, was like, "Hey." I, have they, all these had that? And I'm like, no, because I intend it's Marvel, so I intentionally fast forward through all of them to make sure there's nothing else going on. Yeah, and only the last couple actually had anything. Really odd choice to do it the way they did, not have any, and then oh, let's let's start. So, and they're both pretty important, especially this last one. Uh, yeah. Overall, Rob and I have been talking about it on another show, which will remain nameless, except at Cinema Savants, and. I, WandaVision is one of the best things Marvel has done to me. I mean, it's outstanding. It's much better than just a series. So, really, really well done. And I don't know, and, Iron Fist. <clears throat> yeah, how about that? <laughs> Did you say Ironweed? <laughs> yeah. Is that a Marvel thing? Ironweed would have been a better Marvel <laughs> thing than their version of Iron Fist, which they're rebooting, thank God. <clears throat> Elizabeth Olsen has been terrific. She's been absolutely terrific. In, in, yeah. in this, especially the last couple of episodes, so a lot better than her fucking sisters. I'll tell you that, literally. Well, she's cute. So COVID nineteen cases. And, Andrew Cuomo knows about them. I bet. <laughs> we'll get the Andrew. We'll get the <laughs> Mister Cuomo. But uh, COVID nineteen cases, dec- ha- they're on the decrease. I don't know if that's a thing, but they're on the decrease. So forty-eight million people so far have gotten at least one shot. Of the vaccine, Johnson and Johnson, of course, has come out with their single shot, which actually isn't a shot. If you if you go to get the Johnson Johnson shot for people who don't know, they actually just shoot you in the head because at that point you're a zombie, according to Hot Fuzz. True, that's how I was getting my information. Totally so, true. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, uh, President Biden, it's nice to say, said we should get yes. 100 million shots in the first 100 million or 100 million, 100 million <laughs> shots in the first 100 days. Um, we've got 48 million, I think, uh, so far, and at least one shot. Um, that doesn't mean you need to, yeah, you should still follow up with the second shot. Yes. We also have a, a populace that seems to be growing in the belief that maybe they should get the shot because now we're up to like 46% of people are like, hey, maybe I should get this vaccine. Fucking idiots that we live, live yeah. with in this country. No kidding. But so we're, we're I, I don't mean this sarcastically, we're kind of slowly turning the corner, right? At this at this point, it seems like we are anyway. Maybe uh, Dr. Fauci was on the shows this the Sunday morning shows when whenever people are listening to this. This is back in 2021. Whenever you're listening uh, 41, to this, 41, uh, uh, 1941, 1941. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing going oh, on. Harvard will be bombed again. <clears throat> but they've seen a brief spike, and, and he cautioned people as like, and it's just a, a spike, and it's a one day spike, and hopefully that means nothing, but. You still have to take precautions. You still have to take precautions even if you've been vaccinated, even if you've gotten both shots, because it, you, can you can still, still get, get it. it. But it reduces everything. Right. It reduces everything dramatically, but you can still fucking get it. And especially you, and can, you can still pass it along. Sorry. To exactly. Along. That's exactly what I'm going to say. You can still pass mm-hmm. it along. So you still have to be careful. Uh, right now, I'm, lo- I'm looking at world meters information on coronavirus cases. The U.S. has 29 million. 19.6 million have recovered, uh, 524,000 deaths. That's a 2.6% death rate. That's astronomical. People you know, still saying, oh, it's just the flu. The flu may kill five hundredths of a percent. This is 50 times worse. 
50 times more lethal than just the flu. So for the love of God, stop saying that shit. Based on that, even if we don't have a single new infection, we're going to break 750,000 deaths before this is over. And that's if no one else gets infected. And of course, people are still getting infected. It's still, it's what, 66,000 a day. So it's trending down, but it's far from over. So don't suddenly be more stupid than you have been. Even again, like you both said, it's like even if you got both shots, that doesn't mean you're out of the woods. And it definitely doesn't mean people you know that haven't gotten a vaccination are out of the woods. So I love the, my new favorite argument for getting the vaccine um, was kind of the anti-vaxxer thing was, oh, it'll give you autism. It'll give my kids autism. And yeah. I, I, the, the perfect argument against that is, well, would you rather them be autistic or dead? Well, here's the thing about this bullshit about autism, which people, the anti-vaxxers, that all started started because of a, not a flawed British study, a baked, a corrupt British study that someone, the the person who is running the study actually, Margaret Thatcher, fixed, fudged the numbers to make it look like it was causing a problem for a profit deal. I'm not going to go into the whole details, but that's been debunked, oh my God, uh, a decade ago, two decades ago, whenever that study happened. And it was all based on that one study. And again, it wasn't flawed. It was, it, they were lies. He, was, he lost his medical license <clears throat> for this. So <clears throat> stop spreading this bullshit. Well, Jesus, people, people the, are... the thing is, people don't trust the government. They don't trust the right. shots. And yeah. and. And I was watching the news this morning and, and thinking, I, I mean, I kind of I kind of get it, but trust your government trust because, you know, as a species, we have evolved, whether you hate your government or not, we've evolved to where we are, which is pretty good, a pretty good place. Right. So I, I was trying to figure out like exactly when in the United States people were like, when did we stop trusting the government so much that Roswell. we should not well, maybe, <laughs> but I mean, it feels like it's been like an, uh, maybe it goes back to when we became a country and we didn't trust the British. And so therefore, blah, 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 blah. But we're, that's just dumb because like yeah. we should have evolved. And th- the sad part about this country to me is the fact that we have never evolved educationally to the point where like, you know what? I can use logic because we talk about that a lot on this show. Yeah. It's like, that makes me sad as an American. Right. Like we're just fucking idiots. We're idiots. Sadly, Justin Trudeau was on uh, Meet the fact. Press. Sorry to interrupt. Justin Justin Trudeau was on Meet the Press today and, and talking about how what Canada has done and still needs to do, and yet how much more successful they have been than the United States. And he was still saying, you know, oh, we still need to do this. In the United States, we're like, oh, I, I watched, uh, there was a snippet, there's a gun show happening in Knoxville, Tennessee this weekend, and they showed clips from, and, and maybe one out of ten people had a mask on, and I'm thinking, good, fuck those motherfuckers, let them all fucking die, yeah. and we can get rid of those shits. Yeah, they're having the CPAC meeting in Orlando, and it's the same story. <clears throat> uh, T-Pac. TPAC now, right? Yeah. The, Did you see the stage? Yeah, yeah. Did you, you know yeah. the stage is shaped like? Yes. And, and and the organizers are <laughs> denying it. It's like, yeah, 
we just randomly created this complex shape that absolutely matches a symbol the SS used. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it has nothing to do with the Nazis, of course. No, there's no secret message there. We just randomly thought of, oh, let's do a box and let's have two wings come up and then cross and then come down because that's such a common symbol. Of course it is. At this point, who gives a shit? Just say, yeah, that's what it is because a lot of their followers are going to be like, yeah, I'm down with that anyway. Of course they are. Yeah, back back to a couple things about the vaccine. Um, Black acceptance among black Americans is under 50%. And that stems from Tuskegee experiment. So there's a historical reason for not trusting the government. Or being enslaved. And unfortunately. And this is much more recent than being enslaved. So hopefully they can overcome that, though. Hopefully they can overcome that because definitely everybody needs to get the vaccine that that can get it. Uh, Another thing about that, uh, again, speaking of these idiots and their little convention, the, the governor of South Dakota, was Christy Noem, was bragging about how her hands-off approach to uh, coronavirus really worked in South Dakota. Th- this is how the approach in South Dakota worked. Okay, so they've only had 1,886 deaths. Not, not bad, right? It, how many people are in South Dakota? 2,000? They, they actually rank... In deaths per million population, they're the eighth worst in the country. They're worse than Florida, California, Texas. They're worse than, obviously, 42 other states. They've done a terrible job in South Dakota protecting their populace. And she's bragging about how great it is. You know, and it's just, it's this, like you said, education would help these people. Actually, someone was talking about, this came up on Facebook, which is my favorite place to rant because people are incredibly <laughs> fucking stupid. And very, people, lo- very logical place. People were complaining about how Joe Biden has the power to launch a strike against Syria, but yet he can't give us the minimum wage. It's like, well, okay, those are two different things. He literally does not have the power to give us a minimum wage. He literally does have the power and the responsibility to launch military actions when needed. Now... Whether that action was needed or not, totally different situation. I'm not at all sure that it was. And some guy responds, is like, oh, you should get an education. It's like, listen, my friend, I'll pit my education <laughs> against yours anytime. I don't know. Do you have a bachelor's in political science? I do, which I didn't bother saying because, you know, he's one of these people who randomly capitalizes words. It's like, listen, <laughs> jackass. And I even said in a separate thing. It's a separate discussion whether or not that was a valid action. I'm just talking about the complaint that, well, Biden should do this. How come he isn't doing this? It's like, uh, because he can't. <laughs> and, and people bitching about, oh, why didn't they keep the minimum wage? They should fight for the minimum wage. It's like, because the parliamentarian ruled they can't correctly. Because that particular... <clears throat> I think it was thrown, it was thrown in as, as a concession that they can cut out to make the Republicans go, okay, fine, go ahead with it. I think that's quite likely. And, and they couldn't use it because minimum wage does not directly affect the budget. It doesn't affect income. It doesn't affect expenditure. That is what they're using to pass the COVID bill. So it didn't belong in there. And they're acting like, oh, my God, we're never going to get it. Oh, well, let's see. We only have 520,000 dead people. What's more important right now? The minimum wage, which is a crisis issue right now. COVID relief or the minimum wage? 
minimum wage, people weren't even going to make, be making $10 an hour this year. The 15 doesn't kick in until 2025. You really? Is that the important thing you're going to fucking worry about? $15 is not enough. As, really? if, as if they can't put that bill up again as soon as they pass this. They already presented a separate bill for this in January. Actually, the House passed it in 2019. So shut the fuck up crying about Biden's not doing enough. It's not even March. For fuck's sake, are you kidding me? Well, wasn't it like two a day or two after he was uh, uh, he took office that right wing people were like, "Oh, we should impeach him." It's like, okay, yeah, that's it's the been there for six weeks. But we did get the the Mister taken out of Potato Head. Yes. Yeah. That's a tragedy. Yeah. People well, are up in arms over that. Okay. I, I just want to check with you guys because <clears throat> Potato Head was the first transgendered thing I ever came across because the only difference between Potato Head and Mrs. Potato, Mr. Potato Head and Mrs. Potato Head was one of them had fucking eyelashes, whatever. But uh, they have the same body, right? It's a, tra- it, it's, a tra- it's a, it's a, it's a fucking potato. It doesn't have gender. Correct. It wasn't even it wasn't even the right body. It was just body shaming on on potatoes. But I I, I love the, the my favorite quote out of that was the uh, for those who think that this is can- cancel culture or whatever, uh, <laughs> this is the United States and we don't support dictators. <laughs> I mean the sweet potato, uh, you know, that lobby has spoken out on this repeatedly, and I agree with them because their fries are amazing. So. But uh, Todd Todd hit on Andrew Cuomo like literally hit on him. I don't know what, why. Hey, it was it was it was, it was a sexy time. He's a mafia guy. So um yeah anyway uh, Cuomo has man this this gets complicated because Andrew yeah. Cuomo was a superstar right the way he was handling COVID nineteen and in New York being the governor of New York and then the whole thing came out with him and uh, retirement centers and them covering that up to make their numbers look better. And now last what week or two, he's had a couple of former staffers come out and say he was sexually harassing them. And maybe he was the last thing I heard about this second sexual harasser. What she was saying was like, doesn't really seem like sexual harassment, but the first one that, cause he basically the, the, the complaint was he asked if I liked older guys, but there was no like sexual harassment. I was like, okay, whatever. But the first one did seem like that, right? Like he, supposedly kissed her on the lips or something which you should not do should not do unless somebody wants you to kiss them on the lips especially if you're wearing a mask yeah, exactly yeah um it was that v for vendetta thing which was weird but um but anyway <laughs> if, if that happened um you know he shouldn't have done it but the thing i think that's make makes this most complicated is the fact that i don't think republicans are involved with this getting trying to get cuomo making him look bad or out of office I think it's the Democrats in the state. I, I think there's a lot of Democrats, progressive Democrats, who don't like this guy. What do you think? I think that's accurate. I also think if it's true, he uh, should resign. Should resign. Uh, and here's what's ironic is when this happens with Democrats, they resign. Uh, when Trump is accused of rape, nothing happens. So, you know, and again. Oh, it gets better support. Yeah, exactly. Oh, they love it. Well, it's oh. very Christian of him. Oh, let me wear my T-shirt that says "Grab me by the pussy, Mr. President." Like literally, people have done that, which is <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, so they didn't do that for JFK, did they? 
they didn't have to because he was a sexy boy. Um, I wanted to get JFK to give me head, but until the end, no. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's not the head you want to get. You could do it two different ways. Um, that was probably a little much, a little over the top. But just and saying. through and through, yes. So you know, I find that rather ironic that we're getting all this outroar. Outroar? That's my new word for the day. Outroar over Andrew Como and uprage. Outroar and uprage. Thank you, sir. And and again, deservedly so. But if it's a conservative, not a word is said about it. So, yeah. Yeah, he should resign if it's true. Absolutely. Um, but, you know, that's the difference between the parties. People, again, people saying, oh, the parties are the same. Oh, my God. Not really. One actually holds members accountable for the most part. The other one, do whatever you want. Go ahead, rape that lady. We don't care. Steal that money. We don't care. Do whatever you fucking want. There's we no love difference you. between the governor of New York and the president of the United States. <laughs> None. So uh, I'm moving on to... Uh, happier things the golden globes are tonight uh selma hayek movie on on tv and then uh before we get into that novak Djokovic actually won last week because i wasn't able to be on the show we weren't able to have a show um novak Djokovic won his ninth australian open ninth everybody talks about uh he loves the heat he does he loves the heat uh well, he does have, it's kind of weird, Miami Heat players playing with him. I mean, it's like trying to get a ball behind, you know. Like, yeah, but it's Ronnie Cycle, so it doesn't really matter. Wow. It's, uh, I always hated Syracuse. So, um, <laughs> As you, you should. Know, <laughs> uh, Nadal has, what, 13 French Open championships. He's got 20 majors. He's tied with uh, Roger Federer for most all time. I always feel like Federer is the better player because he's won more types of tournaments than Nadal. I mean, you can, I've won 20 majors, 19 of them are French Opens. It's not like that, <laughs> but it's kind of the same thing, right? Right. So, but we know Nadal is the greatest clay player ever. He is clear. He, clear. he is. Clearly, yeah. But is Djokovic the greatest composite player ever? He's won nine Aussie Opens. Nine. It's insane how many. And and people don't talk about that as much as Nadal winning the 13th at the French. Yeah, it's four shorter. He's But he's won nine Australia Opens. You know, I mean, yeah. it's like not even close to anybody else. He's just a freak when it comes to that composite surface. And, and I don't know, Rob, if you've played much tennis, but Todd and I have played a bunch and many 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 years ago <laughs> but i mean nine australian opens is just ridiculous right absolutely ridiculous and 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 yeah if he gets to the point where he wins 13 you would think people would be talking about it as much as they do about nadal but, but i doubt it the australian open for whatever reason just doesn't have the cachet at all well how, the, how much you, do people talk about who wins the aussie compared to who wins the french yeah, in general, I agree. I agree. Or Wimbledon, or yeah. or the U.S. Open, and because it happens, it happens when it's cold in the United States, and mm -hmm. talking about you know, but but here's and I think the, other the time thing. change too is part of it. Oh yeah, the huge. Because I always always set my uh, DVD player or DVR player or whatever to uh, to record the Australian Open. I I use my A track. 
And a lot of times when we had, yeah, exactly. When, <laughs> when we had, even with Djokovic, sometimes it would still be playing a little bit by the time I, I woke up at 7 a.m. This yeah. one was like, it's gone. Bam. It's an yeah. hour and a half, whatever, right? It's like, I really do think it's that's over. A, big, a big part of it because even the French in Wimbledon is like, yeah, there's a time difference, but you know, breakfast yeah. at Wimbledon, you know, you yeah. can see them in the morning. It's like the Aussie it's breakfast right. for us. It's not for them. Yeah, of that's course. The thing. Right. But it's, but uh, yeah, I mean, this this thing was over in like, I, I mean, I was probably still asleep by like an hour by the time yeah. it was over. Each annihilated. And, and and the Aussie should not. If it sounds like we're saying, oh, they should change their schedule so they play they should, yeah. in the middle of the morning so we can see it here. No, it's like the UFC has actually done that for some events. They actually have had fights start at four in the morning so they would be on during prime time here in the U.S., which is insane. Like there's no way in hell they should do that to their to their athletes. No, because you, you've got more people in Australia, not even about that specific tournament, but in just tennis yeah. in general. Who care yeah. more about tennis than you do in right. the United States? So there's no way they should change that time. No, but the thing is, it's like, you know, it, it, Djokovic is younger than Federer and Nadal, and and he could eclipse them in in number of major tournaments because he's two behind them, and he could do that pretty easily. But here's here's the thing, just as far as tennis goes, Nadal, Nadal and Federer, they they well, and even Djokovic, they all seem like decent dudes. But Djokovic isn't afraid to show his emotions on the court. Right. And when you show emotions in today's world, that's a bad thing. So I think if anything happens, it's like Djokovic looks negative compared to Nadal and Federer because it's like, oh, he slams his racket. He's just like Ilya Nastasi. We don't want to see that. <laughs> he is and, nothing like Ilya Nastasi. Exactly. That's the thing. But yeah. it's because he shows that emotion. He even did it in this classroom. He won a, he won a match and then he slammed his as racket against he's not a bad guy he's not a bad guy at all he does he make stupid decisions which we've talked about before where you like yes. wear a mask yes he's not roger federer who's basically a fucking saint and good right. for him because i'm glad he's on the earth nadal is just he's just this bland guy right he is right. what he is he's not a bad dude but he's just bland yeah. but you know at the end of the day is Djokovic worse for tennis if he gets closer to the to the grand slam title best ever Huh, then, that's great, I think. You think so? I, I, I do think so. I mean, he he's exciting. It's like you said, yeah, he has his faults. It's like, oh, my God, he's human. He's not Federer. It's like, and I'm not knocking Federer. It's like, again, you don't knock a guy who's a saint. I'd but vote he, for he, Federer for president. Hell yeah, the world. Yes, I am a one-worlder. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> if, if if it's Roger Federer's world. But yeah, Djokovic is is human. It's like he's made mistakes, but he's he's fun. He's entertaining. He's very thoughtful. You know, he had the incident when he threw the racket or he threw a ball and, or he hit a ball, I should say, and accidentally hit. Uh, accidentally, as you say. Yeah. And immediately rushed to help her. And I mean, it was clear he felt he made it clear how terrible he felt about the incident. He, he is not Ilya Nastasi. He's not even John McEnroe or Jimmy Connors. You know, Jimmy Connors had deservedly so a reputation as a bit of a hothead. Djokovic he's even, isn't even at that level. But Jesus Christ, Jimmy Connors was vastly entertaining he was a much bigger star even than he should have been and he was extremely talented he's certainly one of the best of his generation but back when people were watching tennis if jimmy connors was on you watch jimmy connors just yeah. to see what he would do as far as his antics. that was that's me yeah mcenroe was people watched mcenroe for the same mm -hmm. thing 
Djokovic has enough of that to make him entertaining. It's like, and it's not, he shouldn't, he doesn't deserve the title of the most wins ever because he's entertaining. He'll, he'll, he'll get it because he's that damn good. But yeah, I, I, a tennis player with personality is like, yes, we definitely need that. Uh, yeah. Why do we watch any sports? Partly for the, partly for the athletic performance and partly for who they are. I mean, that's one reason the NBA is, is popular, because you can focus out. on those Tim, individuals. Tim Duncan, one of the best players ever, but nobody talks about him. Why? Because he's Mr. Fundamental, right? Right, exactly. He's one of the best players and a good dude, and he one played of- with a coach who I agree with politically 100%. But why does nobody talk about Tim Duncan? It's because, eh, kind of boring. Possibly. Poss- Kind of boring. Totally boring. Possibly the least celebrated superstar ever, Tim Duncan. It was like, and, well, how often does he come up? ever would never have said, oh, right. you know, we don't need Tim Duncan. <laughs> exactly. How often does Tim, Gun- Tim Duncan come up in the conversations of GOAT? Never. Never. Not once. I, have, I mean, literally, you know, you see these little things on Facebook and stuff like all the time, and there's t- 10 people listed. I have, literally have not seen Tim Duncan listed on one of those Clearly, he should be listed in there, but he never is. Never. He needs to, he needs to come out and say something about something silly. Yeah. I want to throw a, oh, no. throw a similar story oh, into this it. about the— Or eat babies. I'm, I'm or switching to baseball, though. About him. Yeah, please do. The, I don't know if you saw that there was a, a former MLB star arrested on DUI charges. That was the headline. I went, all right, who the hell was it? <laughs> Apparently, it's Johnny Damon. Who's not on one of the all-time greats, but we always see him listed as former Yankee star, former Yankee star. And that's all I've seen for the past 10 years is former Yankee star, unless it's the DUI charge. Now it's former Red Sox star. I was going to say, I always think of him as a Red Sox player. I think of him as a Roy. But yeah. (laughs) I have not seen him listed as anything other than a Yankee star for years. But now that he's DUI, put him on another team. Which he, he he fits the Billy Martin profile now, so he should, yeah. He should, just be. on the on the field, and and he's had Johnny Damon's had his off the field issues for a long time, sadly. Yeah, but um, on the field, as I remember, and we're all baseball fans. I will always remember him as a Red Sox, never as a Yankee, because right. that's. Oh, I'll agree with that, but they doesn't stop them from saying, "Oop, former Yankee star, former Tampa Bay Rays star." So, um, did he play for the race? That makes probably, pro- probably. Um, one of us will did. find out, oh, maybe. Yeah. So, uh, on the show again with some happy stuff, uh, maybe happy stuff. Uh, Golden Globes, you guys may have touched on this on Cinema Savants, but are you gonna, are you guys gonna watch the, the show? I'm gonna watch part of it now. Uh, two reasons. One, totally forgot who the hosts are, so they're always fun to watch, the ladies. And well, no, who are the hosts? He did Pay. play for the Tampa Bay Rays. Polar, Polar and Faye. Always fun to Polar watch. I agree. Who? Yeah. No, seriously. Tim, Tim Polar and uh, Johnny Fay. Johnny Fay, Damon. So. Uh-huh. That helped. Amy, Amy, Amy and Tina. Amy and Tina. <clears throat> of course. Yes. He was 37 years old when he played for the Tampa Bay Rays. Thank you, Amy Polar. Um, I'll watch it for that. Plus. The controversy over one of the films that whenever people listen to Cinema Savants, if you do, uh, which I just watched today and is a fabulous film. Actually, I watched whatever day you're not listening to this. And I did say that correctly. Um, 
Oddly enough, one of the best films of the year, Minari, that's not what's odd about it. What's odd is that the Golden Globes did not allow it to be entered into the best film category, only in the best foreign language film, even though it was made in the United States, because less than 50% of the dialogue is in English. And their bylaws state that if less than, the di- less than 50% of the dialogue is in English, it is a foreign language film. And and is not eligible for best picture. That's the but, thing that's incredibly stupid. But Golden Globes kind of inc- implies that it's a planetary award. So unless it's, it's actually literally spoken, a planetary award, because yes. it's the foreign press. Yes, it's the foreign press association, which makes it supremely ironic. So unless it's from you know spoken in Martian, <clears throat> the the Oscars allowed a foreign language film to win Best Picture, because why shouldn't you? It's it's not the English language Best Picture Award. It's the Best Picture Award. So, And understandably so, the producers and director of Minari are a little hot about this, because it kind of points out part of the point of the film, because part of the film is about acceptance of different cultures into the American spectrum. And thanks for making our point, jackasses. <laughs> it's, I uh, imagine they'll change this. Yeah, best motion picture, foreign language, another round, Denmark, La La Lorna, La Lorna, yeah, La Guatemala, Yorna, which, which doesn't deserve it. I mean, it's a good movie, but no. Two of Us, France, um, Life Ahead, WAPS, and Minara, Minari, yeah. USA. I like how it says USA. Best right. Foreign language film, USA. USA. So, yeah, it is a film mostly it's in a foreign language. Dixon. But for, for <laughs> Christ's sake. Uh, so far, to me, it's the best movie from 2020. So uh, the other the other nominations are nominees, or not the other, but the nominees for uh, best uh, film. They are the, uh, Golden Globes always breaks it down to musical or comedy or drama, I guess musical whatever they musical slash comedy and yeah. dramas. Yeah. So drama is uh, Riz Ahmed. No, that's a, I'm looking at actors. Sorry. Best motion picture, musical, or comedy. Uh, Borat, which, is, you know, I'll, I'll be honest, I still haven't seen, which I want to see, but I haven't seen because of the people who live in my house. Hamilton. Uh, <laughs> music? I don't know anything about that. Palm Springs, The Prom. Um, and then what do we have as far as drama? Somebody else. Uh, has- of that group, I definitely would go Hamilton. Hamilton was great. Well, I mean, Hamilton's great at what it is, but I also thought it was really well done as far as what they did with the the filming of the. Yeah, the filming I think is brilliant. Um, as far as motion picture, where is drama? There, there are no drama categories this year. One yeah. of them is Nomadland. The year itself. <laughs> <laughs> really, twenty twenty. That's a brilliant film. It's uh, such a documentary. Golden Globe. What we're looking for the. Best picture drama. Yeah, best picture. The Father, Mank, No Nomad Land, Promising Young Woman, and The Trial of the Chicago Seven. I have Which not seen Promising Young Woman. Uh, I've seen the others. Mank uh, I enjoyed, but to me shouldn't even be in the in the category. Uh totally nomad land for me. But again, Minari should be listed there and Minari should be the winner. All right. Well, Todd is also running for office for the Puerto Rican Senate. Um, so we should say that. Um, 
what is what's Minari? What is Minari? Minari, a uh, set in the I believe the eighties, a uh, Korean family just uh, okay. Let's move s- on. in, in oh. Oklahoma, <laughs> <laughs> starring Stephen Yin from who was spoiler alert killed about five years ago in The Walking Dead. He's excellent. Oh, in cast real life, they kill they kill people on the show in real life for walking. Well, that's you, you gotta you gotta get the ratings somehow. That is insane. I agree with that. Yeah. Well, while we're talking actors and actresses and stuff, I, I want to ask the two of you because I think between the two of you, you should know this. Who the hell is Shailene Woodley? You should know a lot of things. She <laughs> isn't. She is an actress. I got. I know that. Well, you asked <laughs> See, who the, she the is. Thing so that pisses me yeah. off. All right. Bleacher Report, in its infinite wisdom. Okay. The Bleacher hell? Report. Well, that's your problem right there. That, that is right there. because, But it put up a thing that said, Shailene Woodley confirms engagement to Packers Aaron oh, Rodgers. Yeah. Yeah. And this is a fucking sports page, and it spends the whole time telling us who Aaron fucking Rodgers is. We know who Aaron fucking Rodgers is. Who the hell is Shailene Woodley? Aaron Rodgers is the, the actor who stars in those State Farm ads. Yeah, we all know who he is. No, 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 that's uh, Drake. <laughs> yes, Drake, the fabulous actress. She is in Big Little Lies, which means nothing to me. I mean, I never, I know what it is, but I've never seen it. She's 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 been in various means nothing to me. She's been in various films. Apparently, yeah. she's been in stuff I've seen, but I don't remember her. Or- anything from it i've seen the divergent movies well there Yay. you go apparently she was in them really yeah yeah i'm looking up her imdb uh, I, I don't know how anybody would remember anyone in those those films because those right. are those are almost the definition of forgettable films yeah what I, are no no offense <laughs> to, to miss uh, woodley but i haven't seen anything she she has a familiar face for some reason, but I don't think that I've seen her in any. I can think of about seven or eight different actresses that she looks like. She looks like a composite actress. She is. She's in a lot of young adult uh, popular things. No, oh, that rules us out. The Descendants, The Spectacular Now, The Fault in Our Stars. As you said, all the divergent things. So insurgent, divergent, the big little lies TV series. So could be why she is virtually unknown to us. And she'll be 30 this year. And Aaron Rodgers at 67. So that's what we should be most worried about. That's a little bit on the disgusting side. He backed up Bart star. Just a little, just a little. That's, that's why he was so angry because he had to wait. He waited after Bart. Then you fucking draft this Brett Favre shit. (laughs) yeah the quarterback movement in the nfl will be interesting in 2021 won't it holy crap or not at all probably we've probably already seen it that's the thing i actually got fooled by a deshaun watson being traded to the bears and i was like did that really happen of course because i don't want to post anything that's just stupid i actually looked at it and i was like oh no somebody came up with that shit right but i I saw the same article and was like don't don't headline the article as if it's a trade that happened right um Jesus. but matthew stafford and jared goff changed teams obviously but i don't know deshaun watson will probably be man if he got traded to the dolphins the dolphins would be balls next year but yeah they would be and and i i think it would be a 
Good, assuming they would trade Tua away. I mean, so many people in, in this area have given up on Tua, and it's like, you do know this is rookie season, right? It's like he played pretty damn and well he didn't for even play. fucking rookie. <laughs> he didn't play. He even right. I, I didn't understand that either. Somebody was like, Russell Wilson to uh, for uh, to Miami for all their first-round draft picks and Tua, and I'm like, I like Russell Wilson, but I'd be okay with that. Cause yeah. I, and I what did be Tua okay do with- in college that didn't make him look good? I wouldn't be okay with that, but not because of Tua, because the first-round picks are a crapshoot. I don't give a damn. I mean, how well, often do you— Because when you get Russell, your team moves up, but the Dolphins are already right. a decent team. Right. Then they uh, they missed the playoffs this time, but I think they'll be back so, in. So, I mean, this. it's like they're already down in the draft. It's yeah, not like people, you're going to pick people are down on People are down on Tua because he wasn't Dan Marino as a rookie. It's like, well, gee. It's like, take a look at what Peyton Manning did as a rookie. Uh, yeah, come on, man. <laughs> it's like, yeah, most I, I quarterbacks don't. have terrible rookie seasons. He had a decent yeah, rookie we're, season. We're all old enough to be like, wait, he played as a rookie? So, you know? Yeah, it's right. Like, yeah, I, I, I think the same thing. Tua may not be great, and he also might be great, but he's, I don't understand the thing about giving up on him. I'm like, he's, he's a left-handed quarterback, so your whole offense is going to have to kind of change for that. And then it's like, he played half a season and they got better. The team won more games with him as quarterback, even though he he wasn't great. He did what he did. He is already good enough to take a team to the Super Bowl. Just depends on the team. I mean, how many can drive the bus? How many quarterbacks? Yeah. How many quarterbacks on their own can win a Super Bowl? I mean, very, very few. There's a hell of a lot more quarterbacks with Super Bowl rings. I meant Uh, that literally he's got the thing on his license. Trent Dilfer. (laughs) CDL. Yeah. Exactly, and that's that's the thing I've seen about the about Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson is like, oh, you know, blah blah blah. And but I've seen a lot of Pete Carroll hate and a lot of Russell Wilson love. And I've seen several tweets that said, oh, Pete Carroll didn't do anything before Russell. Wilson. Oh, he didn't make the fucking playoffs in his rookie season as the coach right. with uh, with Seattle. Not his rookie season as far as an NFL coach, but he was his rookie season as the Seahawks coach. Right. He won it with a seven and nine team, and they won a playoff game against the Saints. Yeah, but Pete Carroll sucks. Nothing like making I know. You know, playoffs eight out of ten years as your coach. You are a fucking spoiled fan base. Yeah, all the, all, the, all the hate that came out for Pete the day that he signed the extension and they lost. They played badly, and it's like, yeah, he had one bad game. It's like, oh, so if you have one bad day at work, you should be fired, right? They should just completely ignore your ten years of solid work. Yeah. Absolutely. It's like, yeah, people I, are so I don't stupid. understand. I like Russell, but I also like Pete. And I'm thinking they're, they're spoiled. See, if you were a fan of Miami, would you take Pete over the last 10 years? If you were a fan of the San Francisco <laughs> 49ers, would you take Pete over the last most, 10 years? Most teams. Absolutely. Almost would. any other team. Right. Except for maybe the Patriots. Right. That's and, the thing. That... And if they don't have Tom Brady, maybe you would take him then because mm-hmm. yeah, we'll, we'll see how New England does year two without Tom. Cause I love the fact that they fell flat on their face yeah. without Tom Brady. And and one last comment before the you know, oh he didn't do anything before Russ. Well, when they won the Super Bowl, what did Russ do? Was it Russ's team? No, right. right. It was Richard Sherman's team, and it was Cam Chancellor and er- and Earl Thomas's team. It wasn't just, Russ's team. Just like Tampa Bay winning the Super Bowl. I mean, they they yeah. got to the Super Bowl game despite Tom Brady. And he had a really good Super Bowl, but it was the defense that won that game. Clearly, it was the defense that won that game. And he was not the reason they won the game before that. It was the defense. 
Yeah, he almost was the game. He almost was the reason they lost. I mean, he had a terrible game in the conference title. Title. So yes. yeah, I totally agree with you. People should love the coach and the player. And the it's player. Like, they got to they got to work it out. I mean, to me, Pete Carroll wants obviously he wants Russell to succeed because why wouldn't he? But who's the new OC? He got a passing game coordinator as the new OC. That tells me he wants the quarterback to succeed. So, yeah, stop all your infantile shit about Pete Carroll's terrible. It's like, really? Yeah, I don't I didn't I did not did not understand the reaction to pro Russ anti Pete so much. It just it was like right. I mean, if this if this coach was forty two, you'd feel differently, right? But because if he's as old as he is, that's just ageism. Well, and he, and here's here's the thing: it's like, well, you know, how much longer do we have a Pete? And it's like, how much longer do we have of Russ? Yeah, Russ it's has like, a shorter shelf life than Pete. Most likely, most likely. And I fully expect Russ to play into his forties. I mean, there's no reason he won't, right? But be great with the Falcons. <laughs> he. He's a lot less likely to be playing for 10 more years than Pete is coaching for 10 more years. And I don't think he will, but he could. Right. It's like Pete's not going to get run over and, and, you know, blow out his knee and lose his career. Well, you know, unless Cody Barton hits him in the face again. But, <laughs> but you know. Well, yeah. The thing to me, it comes down to uh, one of the things it comes down to is. You know, if you replace Russ with Aaron Rodgers over the last eight years, you're a better team. But if the Packers have Pete Carroll as their head coach over the last eight years, they're a better team. <laughs> exactly. And, and and the difference for the Packers would be much bigger than it would be for the exactly. Seahawks. That's right. Much bigger. So I agree. So that's I... the Seahawks show. I mean, sorry, that's the <laughs> that's, uh, Nikki X Happy Hour with uh, myself, Dougie Fresh. And uh, got uh, Dwight over there, and we got uh, Timmy D. Timmy D. Timmy Jizzy. Timmy his, D friends, his, his friends all call him Jizzy. That's right. If his nickname was Jizzy, people would respect him, Duncan. That's right. I've been uh, joined today by Doug Williams and, <laughs> and Timmy Smith. So um, appreciate you guys being on, as always. Timmy Smith. Go Redskins. I mean, I'm sorry. Washington football team. <laughs>